Welcome to The Lumber Ghost Mysteries, Episode 2, Season 1. In this episode, things get weird, things get dangerous. For more information, please visit actualstorypodcasting.com. And now, let's go. that every lighthouse on the island is haunted. I'm CJ, and I'm a young provider. I'm often wondering where my parents went seven years ago, and why do I have to help support my family? I'm Phaedra. I'm a little weird. I'm a little a loner. Um, I'm practicing my new wave keyboards because, you know, they're cool, and I like to dumpster dive and make artsy stuff. Hey, this is Chance. I play bass or whatever, I guess. I just, uh, you know, trying to make it through until I can get off this island. So, uh, the name's Cliff, and uh, I think that uh, not only is every lighthouse uh, haunted here on the island, is probably filled to the brim with some sort of frozen Nazi super robot at the end of, uh, the, end of the day. Probably. So some after sort of- lunch, uh, all of you are in Mr. Lyman's history class, so you can keep talking on your way there. But the flow of kids is moving around. On Tater Tot Day, a lot of tots accidentally, mysteriously get thrown across the cafeteria, randomly. So you do have to watch on your way out that you don't slip on some pots. Okay, I'm just gonna put this out there. What kind of pants are we wearing? Like I noticed in music videos, there's a lot of tight pants. I don't have any tight pants. Like so, you want to talk about costume already? We we don't even have we have we just barely got a name and we don't have any songs. But you want to talk about what we're wearing? Uh, yeah. Okay. I cool. kind of thought you'd be all over that, Phaedra. Ah, uh, well, okay, kind of I am. <laughs> but you know, I'm just saying. I think maybe we should all uh, hit up the thrift store and see what kind of cool stuff that we can find. And I can always like rebuild it or you know sew some 
trim down the seams on the outer legs of the pants or make the legs tighter or yeah i just feel like the pants make the band usually mm. if you can bedazzle my my flares i'm down that'd be great i uh, do you have a bedazzler i knew you would i'm not into wearing tights you like say as you enter your history classroom <laughs> And, uh, I just kind of shrug at Mr. Lyman as he walks by. No, but Mr. Lyman's not here. So uh, Jeff did hear that thing about tights and mutters something like, yeah, don't like wearing tights. Sure. But CJ, you look to Mr. Lyman to shrug, and you see that he's not there. There's a, a, a lady, an adult lady, <laughs> perhaps a substitute, uh, there instead. She's got uh, short brown hair and uh, is wearing a, uh, not the, the, the kind of skirt that a lot of the subs wear, but she's wearing slacks. She looks nice. She also has kind of like wide eyes a little, like she's a little nervous. She's kind of smiling at everyone as they come in. The bell rings. And everyone takes their seats, I assume. Yeah, I walk down to oh. the F-row and take my seat in the F-row next to... Uh... Cliff, who is, of course, on the DF axis itself. He is the, the fulcrum of the DF axis. You know, the D's down the left-hand side of the wall, and then the F's across the back of the room. Just so, long, gonna... as I, just so long as I got a clear line of sight to either of the, the exits, that's all I ever care about. <laughs> I'm going to go up and talk to the teacher real quick. Okay. She kind of, uh, oh, notices you coming. And uh, open instead of uh, smiling, she just opens her eyes wider. <laughs> and I'm going to say, hey, uh, I'm the TA. Uh, you want me to take roll? Is that, would that help you? Oh, uh, ah, she says, and goes back to the desk, rifles around a little bit and comes up with a list of, uh, of names. Do you want to take roll? Oh, I'm, you know, I just want to make things run smooth and, and keep everything uh, going. Oh, thanks. Um, you know what? You know what, everybody? And her voice gets just a little bit louder, like she's a little nervous. Um, and the bell rings, and she goes, ah, okay. She goes, and she closes the door. She says, um, my name is Ms. Crenshaw. I am your emergency substitute. I'm not sure what happened. I got a phone call, and now I'm here. And this is, she looks down at her papers, History. Right? This is history? Yes. Okay. Yes! Great. Great. And she looks through the papers again, and we have very little instruction for what I am doing. I have, um, oh, I'm collecting your papers. That's what I'm doing. Let's see. Oh, we have papers. And this is a good paper. This is one that actually everybody kind of enjoyed. She said, okay, so Mr. Lyman said to collect, uh, oh, you spent the last month researching something about the island and writing two pages on it. Well, that's, she looks up and kind of smiles. That sounds all like a lot of fun. That's great. I'll tell you what, let's go through the attendance sheet and I will take attendance while collecting your paper. Now, here's the thing. You tell it just uh, as I collect it, just tell me um, uh, the title of your paper quickly, what it's about. 
And then, if that information comes up in your adventure, you'll get a bonus on a roll for knowing information that you wrote your paper about. So, first on the list, CJ Bowman. Where is CJ? Uh, here I am. Okay, great. And you, she points to Chance, who's still probably standing next to her. <laughs> if you want to uh, collect the papers from the, the, the students who, um, who uh, when it's their turn to hand them in, that would be great. That would help me so much. She sits behind the desk with nice posture. Um, so CJ, what was your paper about? Uh, my, uh, my paper was about the uh, most explored cave on the whole island. Uh, oh. It's the largest and most thoroughly explored by the most explorers cave. Uh, it is known locally as uh, Mater Scotia, um, which translates uh, roughly into Latin as Scott's mom. Okay. I, I did not know that, actually. Um, Chance, you got the paper? Uh, Collect the papers when they're handed in? There, there is such a cave. Uh, it is not known as Mater Scotia. It is known as Devil's <laughs> Deep. <laughs> okay. okay, good, good. Uh, I, I made up on the spot, of course, that it was known as Scotia. <laughs> Great, excellent. That's, that sounds very interesting. Let's see. Um, next is... Scott Chambers. Scott goes into his uh, trapper keeper and takes out a paper and he says, yeah, um, my, uh, my paper's on uh, student athletes in the history of the island that have uh, broken records. That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in uh, sports and just excelling physically. That's my thing. Okay, she says, great. Next is uh, you manages to make an oral an open report sound aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I like to dominate people physically. <laughs> uh, next is Jeff Draganza. Jeff. Jeff raises his hand. Yeah, I wrote about uh, the history of uh, celebrities that come to the island. Some of the people that own houses around here. I just uh, that's all. I just like thinking about. Uh, you know, the celebrities and uh, staying up on um, that kind of thing, knowing who's coming and going. Okay, great. Research on local celebrities. That sounds good. Uh, Phaedra Danvers. I'm here. Um, so I wrote my paper on the, uh, the history of the, of the lumberyard uh, that my dad owns and, and also the the story of the, the oldest houses that were built from the wood that came through this lumber yard. That is fascinating. That's, that's going to be uh, very exciting for Mr. Lyman to read, I bet. He's going to really enjoy that. Let's see. Um, Tommy Isaacs. Tommy? Tommy's also sort of like in the C to D section. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of nods, <clears throat> takes out his paper and says, yeah, um, you know, as um, as an Eagle Scout, I wrote mine on the history of State Forest. I, uh, I spent a lot of time in there hiking. That's what I did. <coughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, okay, great. Uh, next is uh, Jenny Jenny Krasinski. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, I did mine on lighthouses. I like lighthouses. And she looks at Kelly, right? Yeah, yeah. They're haunted. Yeah. I, I, I didn't put in much about ghosts. I couldn't find much 
she kind of looks at you apologetically. I couldn't, I couldn't find much about ghosts in the, during my research, but I wrote about the lighthouses. Okay, great. Shanae Murphy, who is, uh, who's wearing her, I'm not American, I'm Irish shirt. Yeah, uh, my paper's on famous Irish Americans from Martha's Vineyard. This is what she's always writing about. Next is Patrick O'Leary. O'Leary. Um, His parents were famous Irish people from this <laughs> island. Uh, he leans forward and says, yeah, um, mostly I just talked with my older brothers about drug smuggling because uh, the main thing I learned is that because we're an island, uh, you can kind of sail your boat up with whatever you want in it and just like bring it right onto the island. And my brother knows a lot about that. And um, so I talked to him and then there was this other guy he introduced me to and I wrote about that. And uh, he said that uh, it was really easy to like just bring whatever you want onto the island. And he has another minute or so monologue about drug smuggling before, before he stopped. <laughs> like perchance cocaine would be one of these things. I mean, the guy that I was talking to, he looks at you. <laughs> like, the guy I was talking to at the harbor said that you wouldn't believe how much cocaine is just brought onto this island every day, every day. There are boats out in the harbor filled with cocaine. That's what this guy at the harbor said. You were talking to Shy Pete, weren't you? <laughs> like, he looks at you and it's like, ah, uh, I can't say. My, all of my interviews were off the record. Okay, that's also fascinating. Holly Renard. There's Holly. Holly kind of looks up. She has uh, big curly hair. Um, hands over her paper. Just says, um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to write about um, just like uh, the roads and how some of the roads became bike paths and uh, so some of the bike paths were uh, originally trails and uh, that's all. That's all I really know. Okay, okay, that's that's great. Says Mrs. Crenshaw. Sounds like a good paper. Thank you, thank you. Um, Chance Ridley. Present. Oh, great. Um, what is your paper about? Oh, it's about the uh, flying horse carousel and how it was built in 1876. It's the oldest carousel uh, in the country. And it was built in, on Coney Island and it moved to Oak Bluffs in 1884. And now I work there and get half off on churros. <laughs> Fantastic, that sounds great. <laughs> Kelly- I drew pictures too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not the one grading it. I'm sure that'll- be valuable for Mr. Lyman. Kelly Shipley. And up and I hand over pristine, it's two pages, but in a folder. I am Kelly Shipley and I wrote my paper on the history of Grand Illumination Night. It was originally a way to in to welcome the governor of Massachusetts, but we continue it every year. It is a wonderful tradition of the island. My mother works for the historical Preservation Society. Oh. And I sit back down. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. Thank you. Okay. And then um, and then she kind of looks at the the attendance sheet, kind of squints, looks up apologetically, and looks over at Susie, looks down again. Susan Susie. She says, just call me Susie. Just Susie Zin. Oh, okay. 
And Susie hands over her paper and says, um, uh, mine's about the fishing industry. My parents are fishermen. And Jeff says, yeah, because that's uh, what they did in Vietnam, right? She said, I'm not Vietnamese, Jeff. Okay, that sounds great. And now, oh, there's a handwritten at the bottom. Cliff Darty. That must be you. You are correct, ma'am. Just let me uh, find it here. So I've got a big, like, satchel full of, like, newspaper clippings and just stuff. I'll just start pulling out. I know it's in here. Uh, it's ways. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh, it is. Okay, the, the short circle times. Uh, uh, Clause make occurrence. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, the Deborsian Orphanage Fire of 1894. Inside church job or cannibals run amok? I think the title is pretty self-explanatory, <laughs> and uh, I expound upon my thesis inside the aforementioned paper. That, that is fascinating. That is very fascinating. Okay. Well, now that we've taken attendance and collected all of the papers, she looks through a little bit more. That's all I have. Um, how about we, you know, I have a great idea. Come on, We just, um, you just did all this work on very interesting and fascinating um, topics about your home. I'm, I'm fairly new here. I've only, I've only been here about a year or so, so I'm not a real Islander, but I thought maybe we could share um, stories and legends about the island. Because I'm a fan of, um, well, ghost stories and, and monster stories and things like that. So I thought maybe we would just uh, just go around and talk about uh, our favorite, you know, just legends, if anyone's heard of anything interesting. Kelly's hand is so high in the sky right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm assuming you're in the front, right? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that T-zone. So yeah. more in the front. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, Kelly, tell her about the lumber ghost. <laughs> No, no, we got to keep that under wraps for now. I have another ghost story. <laughs> oh, great, great. Go okay. right ahead. All right, all right. So, as legend has it, the East Chop Lighthouse is haunted. It is haunted by the ghost of a sailor who has lost it, the ghost of a sailor's wife. And every night... She'll climb to the top of the lighthouse, staring out over the ocean for her lost sailor love. That sounds very romantic. That's yeah, a, that's and a, scary and romantic and, and very scary. scary. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jenny leans in and says, I couldn't find anything. I know you said to look for that. I couldn't find anything it's about a, that. And I, it's okay. I have a book. I have a book. Oh, oh. I'll give it to you. That's, that's a good one. That's a classic ghost story of... um. Sailors and sailors' wives. That's a, here is some trivia. Here is something that I know that is not really about history, but I will share it anyway. Um, you, has everyone here heard of uh, a widow walk? Well, yes. sometimes at the top of your house, there is a, a little tiny balcony near a window, usually right near the steeple of the house. That is called the widow walk because that is where the sailors' widows would go to, to look out at the ocean and to see if their husbands would return from sea. I'm not really a history teacher. Does anyone else have any, uh, <laughs> any stories that they would like to share? Oh, oh, we have yep. 40 minutes. Oh, yes. I do. I do. Um, so there, 
There's a long and uh, and and historic uh, tradition of pirates and sailors being laid to rest within Mater Scotia. Many more pirates have been laid inside Mater Scotia than outside on the island, as I hear it. And as the legend goes, if you go into, if you enter Mater Scotia after midnight and try and wait until the sun comes up, you will never be seen again. It is said that Mater Scotia swallows you. That, that was the cave. That's the yes. cave you did your eyes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so, it's more commonly known as Devil's Deep, but the I think the, the Latin term that I looked up was Mater Scotia. It's fascinating. That's fascinating. I've, I haven't been to that cave. I should, I should make a note to go out there. I'll look, I'll look that up. They also say that maybe there's a, a pirate treasure in there, but I, I think you're, you know, much, much more likely to just get swallowed. I mean, you know what, with tides <laughs> and everything. Well, yeah, the tide comes up, the cave fills with water, and everything washes out to sea, right? <laughs> no, it probably eats them. This place is weird. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the water sprite? Oh, no. 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 Oh, okay. Uh, there was a kid, and I can't remember which bridge it was on the island, but he leaned over and he. And they said there's a water sprite in the water, and he's and then he yelled out, "Water sprite, water sprite, give us your skin for a drum," and he thought it was really funny. And then the water sprite came out and grabbed him. So if you have the guts, that's what you say when you cross a bridge. Any I don't bridge, have the guts. or just that and bridge? I'm not sure. I heard that the water sprite is. A pretty tough customer, though. He also, he works on the weekends, they say. Does he get free churros? Uh, <laughs> not for me, dude. <laughs> I'd go halvesies if he showed up, though. <laughs> With, like, anybody or just the water sprite? With the water sprite. I'll go three-quartersies with you, Kelly. Okay, okay. <laughs> You didn't ask who pays the three quarters part. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you're the math lead. <laughs> you should always know. <laughs> I mean, three quarters of a free churro is free. <laughs> three quarters wow. of zero is zero. If he's going halvesies or three quarters to me, that means he's paying a quarter <clears throat> and you're paying three quarters. Right. But I, I also that. get half off. So oh. you'd actually oh, only that be like playing... Yeah. Wait, so half off of what you already is three quarters? So they pay you to eat this stuff? Half off what we charge is what is my price. So, so they're $2 and you pay $1. And then Kelly so, pays, pays 75 cents and he pays and I pay 25. 25. Yeah. So she's getting okay. an eighth of a churro for free. <laughs> Every time down a churro. It's worth it. <laughs> it's kind of because we... Yeah, we split it down the middle. Churro bendito. Yeah. I don't really know how to make you... It suddenly occurs to me that I don't care! <laughs> Back to the topic at hand, which is cool stuff that has happened on this island. There's no fried food, or increments thereof, divisible, like using the metric system or whatever. You. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the band thing. I, I didn't even mean to say anything about the band thing. I mean, it's the... Lumber Ghost! 
God, the more I say it, the more I love it. <laughs> just rolls off the I think we're going to have to write a song called like Water Sprite now. Though. Okay. Yeah, okay. we are. Okay. Um, Is it going to be drumline heavy? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So there's a there's a knock at the at the at the classroom door, and it's opened with the knock by Mrs. Brump, the principal, who comes in, looks at the class, kind of smiles a bit, looks to Miss Crenshaw, and stops and furrows her brow, and says, "Who are you?" And she says, "Oh, I'm I'm Miss Crenshaw. I'm the the sub that you called for Mr. Lyman." Uh, and um, we just uh, collected some papers and we were doing it. Mrs. Brum says, no, wait, I didn't call for a substitute. What happened to Mr. Lyman? Mrs. Crenshaw kind of smiles a little bit, stacks your papers and puts them in her purse. Says, well, I don't know, I just got a call and I, uh, I came in because that's what I do. And uh, the principal says, no, no, this, look, you didn't stop by the office. You have to come with me. We have to check your credentials. She's a water sprite. <laughs> Miss Crenshaw kind of smiles at you a little bit, puts her bag over her shoulder, starts to walk towards the door. Mrs. Brump says, all right, everyone stay here. I'll be back in a minute to let you know what's what's happened here. Just Miss Crenshaw, as she walks by, Mrs. Brump turns and grabs her around the neck, pulls her out of the classroom and shuts the door. Oh my goodness. That oh. wasn't weird at all. Deeply concerning. And she has my paper. She has everybody's paper. She has all the information about the whole island. And she Paris. was flat out collecting a check for just having us engage in random conversation. <laughs> Lame. But she's choking the... Are we ignoring? She's choking the principal? There's a outside the door. And a, la- a loud thump against <laughs> yes. the door as though someone was thrown against it. And then falls to the ground right outside. We gotta open the door. Well, yeah, what? we're rushing to the door. Yeah. Who's going first? Is this classroom uh, adjoined yeah. by anything else? Can we go to another classroom and get out into the hallway? So, you are on the first floor. The blinds were drawn. They were closed when you came in. I'm pretty sure that someone at some point has climbed out the window before in the time that you've been at this school. So you do know that that is physically possible. Does the door open? I just, I'm going to go open the door. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you open the door and Mrs. Brump falls into the room unconscious. Is she bleeding? She's Is she not. breathing? Is there a phone in the classroom? I'm looking Somebody out in check the hall. and see if I'm she's breathing. For, for Miss Crenshaw. You're stepping out. I, I, I look out in the hall. You know, I don't yeah. like, jump out, but I'm sure I can lean out over the body. As you lean out, you see her as she running down the hall, passes a corner just up ahead. So she's now out of sight. Interesting. Is there, is there a Dude, phone she's, she's in the classroom away. that connects let's, like, like an out, let's get her, outside line phone? There is a phone. It doesn't connect to outside, but it connects to the office. Okay, I, I pick up the phone to connect to the office. Okay. So ring. around the corner. You're on skates. You catch her. I'll catch up. And I start running okay. behind him in the hall. I'll skate after her. Okay, so you have... So, one second. So, like, CJ runs out. Chance, you let's say you have your skates in your bag. So do you oh, want I was to... thinking he just never takes them off. He never them took off. them off. Like, yeah. Well, I think that after that a couple of years of the janitorial staff complaining, <laughs> they make... Okay, the... that's... Then I'll just run. So you two leave. Kelly is on the phone that is ringing, but no one seems to be picking up. 
So CJ uh, and Chance going down the hall, roll me a brains. Well, this is not my strong suit. We've already determined this. I got a six. Me too. Sixes. <laughs> okay, sixes. So you run down the hallway, and as you make the turn, you notice that the door to the janitor's closet is open, and there is some red liquid coming out of it onto the floor. Oh, investigate. And uh, Miss Crenshaw hey. is, no is not in sight. She's not in the hallway. Are the ding-dongs we've been yelling at? Uh, who are the two toughs that are making fun of our non-existent band? So we can, we can go from you guys back to the classroom where Jeff has stood up and said, all right, I'm in charge. Everyone's going to listen to what I say. We're going to, Kelly, just hang up the phone. We're just going to walk down to the office uh, and we're going we're gonna to let everyone know um, that Miss, Miss Brump is dead, uh, that, our, that she's just dead here on the floor. Um, so we just have to leave because the police are going to come and they're going to investigate and we can't touch anything. We just have to go. That is a brilliant idea. Way to take charge, Jeff. Yeah. So Did no anybody one... actually check to see if she really was dead, though? Not just passed out? Um, <laughs> and then Tommy's like, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Boy Scout. I, I know how to check. I know. Did you even feel for her pulse? Uh... Jeff is just care, kind bro. of shunned there. Let's be honest, she didn't have much of one normally. <laughs> so as soon as Jeff and Scott and the rest of the Happy Fun Brigade are marched holding hands down the hallway. Well, is is everyone following Jeff's lead? Hell no, because I have an evac bag. No. Not two doors down from here for just such an emergency, man. I got this place loaded with ways to get out of here. Okay. I'm going to stay with the principal. Okay. Well, I'm, Jeff says, I'm not. Um, and Scott gets up. He's like, yeah, we, we should, I guess, go to the office. And Jeff grabs Holly's hand. Said, yeah, we should go. Sinead's like, yeah, teacher's dead. No school. <laughs> so that leaves just a couple of people in the class. But um, most of them are gone. I think just uh, Jenny and Susie would probably leave. Like, yeah, let's get, a, let's get away from the body. Tommy's still there because he's just like, I mean, I, I know how to check for a pulse, but nobody asked me. Nobody ever asked me. Um, so the rest of you are still in the room. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out in the hallway, go down by the janitor's closet where the soda machine, the old soda machine they just have stashed in the corner that sold like Mountain, Mountain Dad and other off-brand stuff. And I've got two of the uh, abandoned, forgotten uh, fire axes that the place used to have uh, behind glass. I've got them stashed over there. And I will bring them back. Is that okay. the janitor's closet with all the blood coming out of it? Because that's where we are. Because that's where we are. <laughs> Jonah? <laughs> um, it can be. Uh, so as, uh, as Jeff leads everyone out, and, and Cliff kind of leaves right behind them, but certainly not with them. Uh, Go back to CJ and Chance. Uh, you're in the hallway. The door is uh, cracked open a little bit. There's red on the floor. What do you do? Well, we got to peek around the corner. Yeah. We're, we're <laughs> there are two heads kind of looking through the crack of the door. Whatever. <laughs> around, you know. All right, roll me brains. Oh, man. I knew you were going to say that. Why don't we ever bring the math lead? Five. And that means it blows up, right? I got an 11. 
Lord. Chance, how'd you do? Oh, I got a five. Chance, you certainly see that Mr. Lyman looks like he's dead and stuffed into the janitor's closet. CJ, you see that there is something in his hand. Do I see um, like what kind of like a knife, like a no? Knife, it's like kind of kind of small. Maybe it's like a piece of metal. Maybe it's a piece of stone. There's something from where you are. It's kind of mostly covered by his hand, but you definitely see that he's grasping onto something. Um. Oh man, I'm trying to look at my flaw, and they're self-pitying and insecure, not curious idiot. Um, <laughs> Chance, what's that in his hand? Is that metal? Is that stone? What is that? Well, here, I I just go grab it. I'm a. So you're opening got, the door fully. Yeah, I've got treasure hunter. <laughs> okay. So, um, whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you guys doing? Hold on, at least be so, this. So this is also the hallway, the direct route to the office. So as you open the door and start to look for what's in his hand, you hear Jeff and the rest of the class coming up behind but they haven't quite gotten around the corner yet. So you have like a couple of seconds before they turn the corner. I'm gonna grab whatever it is and put it in my pocket. Okay. I'm gonna step around the corner as, as I watch him doing this and I go, you guys, somebody killed Mr. Lyman. He's in the janitor's closet. Okay, Clarence, says Jeff. And he just like walks by and then stops outside the janitor's closet, which you guys have left the door open and says, What's the matter, Draganza? Clarence got your tongue? Somebody killed Mr. Lyman and stuffed him in the janitor's closet. Uh, well, he's sort of stunned, but Scott is right behind him and says, oh my God, oh my God, and just takes off running for the office. Holly covers her mouth and starts to cry a little bit. And that is when Cliff comes around the corner as everyone is standing around the closet looking at their dead teacher. Cliff, Scott just went to the office. We need to make sure somebody calls the police because Mr. Lyman's dead, and I think they might have killed uh, Miss Brump. I don't know. Do you know if she's all right? I haven't, I haven't seen her. I just got back from the other uh, down by the bathrooms. Here, grab one of these. So it's basically just a busted up, like, really crappy excuse for a hand, a hatchet. Secondly, uh, which way did Scott go? The office, you said? Off to the office. Okay. Where, the, where no one was answering the phone, right? Where in no the middle of, uh, middle of school hour. Uh, okay. I don't want to get my hopes up, but uh, I know another way out of here. You guys won't, you want to avoid the office all, all the way together? Because there's a, there's a service conduit just like around the corner. Aren't we supposed to wait for the police? And Dude, do, there's murderers about. And do what exactly? Explain to them how we managed to get dead ourselves? No, we're leaving. I think, Cliff, I think that's a good idea. we got to save the band. <laughs> well, if we're going to save the band, then we got to go back and get uh, Phaedra and Kelly. Ah, uh, crap. God, you're right. God. All right. We could open for Pablo Cruz. This is serious. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're earning it. We're, we're being tested. It's like, like, they, like the, the, the Stranger in a Strange Land theorem in Joseph Campbell's often quoted writings that were heavily influential on Star Trek. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. Are you running yet? So he's so giving the office a very wide berth because I don't I if I was going to take this place out that's where I'd start as administration. So whatever's happening here, no, 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 no. 
the three of you are, you're going back to the classroom? Yeah. I'm gonna go get the girls, yeah. Okay. The rest of the kids in your class are kind of stunned and they standing like, in the hallway. They say it like, we're gonna go get the girls. I'm like, I'm gonna go get, you know, more bodies around me, their protection. <laughs> <laughs> Benny and Susie just run. Uh, and then they realize oh, that Holly is not running. So they go back and grab her and pull her running out of the building. Um, Janae seems to be not very stunned at all in seeing a dead body and is maybe kind of interested in this, but definitely doesn't want to stand around. Uh, she grabs Jeff and pulls him away as well. So back to the classroom. Everyone's run out. No one is answering the phone. What do you guys do? So I stand up and I say, does anyone know how to check for a pulse and make sure she's actually dead? Tommy kind of nods. Yeah, I do. Oh. Well, go do it. Oh. Yeah, okay. And gets up, <laughs> kind of walks over, kneels down, takes his, uh, his, uh, his compass out of his pocket, rubs it a little bit, holds it up to her mouth. Yeah, yeah, she's breathing. He does definitely. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch her, but she is. She's still breathing. Okay. Well, let's pull her in the room and and like, not step on her all the time and Fortify. make her comfortable. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna touch her. Get out of the way. I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, some Kelly, come over here and help me. I'll I'll go over and help. I'm. She's not strong. Just, <laughs> just, well, <laughs> Kelly, your band name. The two of us. Help moving a body. Come on. <laughs> grab her under the armpit and, and right. just pull her a few feet. We don't have to like move her real far. Okay. Get her out of the doorway. <clears throat> the door opens inward anyway, right? She fell against it and opened it. So just keep dragging her in the rest of the way. Yeah. And then, then we will push the uh, whatever pile of desks and other random stuff we got up in front of the door. And I can still get us out of here. So both of you roll brawn as you start to, as you try to drag her. <laughs> okay, so I rolled a four, which means it explodes on a d4, and I roll it again. Yep. A I got total, a nine. A total of five. Five. Phaedra? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Um, Kelly, you've never felt this strong before. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the adrenaline. <laughs> but... Uh, the two of you <laughs> pull her so hard that um, you totally untuck her blouse from her skirt. And both of you certainly notice what you just did. Oops. Oops. <laughs> pull that down quick. Hurry, hurry. Oh, my God. Look at that bra. Oh. At this point, Polyester. we oh. why they're looking at Jeez. our dead teacher's bra. Oh. You're looking at our dead teacher, or principal's bra? I didn't want to, I promise. Oh my gosh. She's looking at a real world item to calm herself. She's using it as a focus. <laughs> so you, you arrive back in the room, and what's happening now? Unless anyone's got any strong protestations against it, can we please do Night of Living Dead style and get this desk up in front of this door? All right, I shut the door. I'm on let's, it. Let's help him get this desk in front of the door. So, Cliff says, uh, starts to give the barricading the door instructions, and as he does, the fire alarm goes off. So you have about three or four seconds before the other classroom doors open and students start coming out in the hallway, 
and see your door open and the unconscious principal on the floor as you are all standing around her. Doing our best to disrobe her as we toss her body around. We all point We're re-robing. <laughs> Guys, let's just get out of here. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to sound, you know, morbid, but more bodies in the hallways is less chance for whatever's coming after us. You know what I'm saying? Luck of the draw. Are we going out the window or what? What are we? There's doing? a fire escape down to here, and it'll just put us down behind the the potting sheds. It's no, it's no problem. We're on the first floor. Just, uh, we're just up. gonna leave the principal right here. What if, what if Miss What's Her Face comes back to finish the job? She can't get through our pile, our impenetrable fortress of desk. Okay, all right, fine. But then no one will find her to help her get better. <sighs> all, right. all right, we can tell somebody about it later. Let's go. Lumber ghost. We'll write a song about it later is what we'll do. Let's go. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're all going to prison. So you did barricade the classroom door? Yep. So, so there are a couple of students that maybe you didn't recognize from no, fifth wait. grade. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> they saw an open door in us, and now we're going to barricade a door? No, no, no. I'm, we barricaded I'm not helping. We barricaded hey, I'm confused. Before they... They I'm were... confused. We barricaded ourselves. It's just us and... Timmy or Tommy or whatever in the classroom yeah. with the teacher and the fire alarm just went off. So the, the alarm started going off like as Cliff got out the the instructions to shut the door. Fifth graders started getting out into the hallway and a couple of them got a glimpse into the room before the door got shut. Okay. Well then let's not barricade the door. I, I'll, Tommy, tell them what happened. Let's go. I don't yeah, know. leave Tommy here with her. I don't, I don't even know what happened. What happened? I mean, she, well, I don't know. Tell them what you know happened. I, I don't know. Okay. The uh, weird, creepy substitute pulled her into the hall, but the, and when the door opened again, she was unconscious. But the school's on fire. I don't want to wait here. That's a good point. <laughs> you, make some, you make some good points. Um, somebody okay. Help her out. We're not leaving her here. Let's go. Fine. Is there, a, is there an Fine. AV cart in the room? Nice. Oh, nice. good idea. I am certain there is with, the, with that big old school projector style. on it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, not anymore. The projector Let's... is floor bound as we are placing uh, Miss Brump on the projector yeah. cart. Who's yeah. lifting her? And inventing the song Mrs. Brump on the top loading VCR. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a team effort, I think. Well, considering we have, we're rolling her. Outside, out the out the window I'll to the push. All right. <laughs> so you're anybody else? You're putting her onto the onto the AV cart. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Everybody trying to like get her up off the floor and onto the cart. Roll brawn. I got a one. I am not as strong. Yes, we should all help. As Kelly. Five. Uh, well, I rolled a one that time, also, my friend. Four. <laughs> so I'm the strongest one. <laughs> all right. We get to all add four. them together. Four as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so what we haven't done so far is add on the adversity tokens when folks have uh, failed rolls. <laughs> oh, I get to I get to I get to add one because Bron is a plus one. So that means I get a total of two. Okay. So we'll get better about the adversity tokens. So this this first attempt did not go well. Nobody really wanted to grab a hold of her. And nobody had like a good grip. And she like kind of came up, but her butt never really left the floor. <laughs> and then she kind of dropped back down. 
But if all of you spend adversity tokens that we didn't actually add in, you can get her up there the second time. <laughs> will, will she be clothed by the time we get her to the final rest? Yeah, she was, she was untucked again that time. I think a shoe came off. A shoe won't bother anybody. All right, I will spend my adversity token that I didn't know I had. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Okay. All right, you guys have her up on top of the AV cart. Now we could just use her like a battering ram to haul ass down the hallways. We're just getting her out of there safely. Somebody open okay. the door. All right. Who opens the door? I'll open the door. All right, roll brains. Uh, eight. Yeah, see if you can figure it out, Phaedra. Um, <laughs> that'll be great. Um, three. All right, seems fine. Seems like a good idea. Um, there are still students wandering around the hallway. You're the first to see them. Smell smoke? Well, she rolled, uh, she, the way she rolled, she did not smell smoke. <laughs> Even though <laughs> she's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well then I'm pushing uh, her out well, in the hall Let's get her out of the building Maybe we should wet her down first Cliff, what's the nearest well, exit? Oh, hey, what if we just yeah, yeah. Take a right, take guys, a right What if we just put her out there and give her to the other kids Who are in the hallway Hey, look, she got hurt Here, Take her to take the, the office a bunch of And we'll run the other way uh, The fifth yeah, graders we'll are gone these are, these are the third graders yeah, now Yeah. Principal yeah. oh, for your tater tots That's right <laughs> All right, we would have been out here sooner, but we were busy trying to save her. Yes, As some exactly. other fifth, fifth graders will corroborate our story. See, I'm the responsible one. So you hand you hand her over to the third graders. <laughs> no, that's responsible. <laughs> I now we push her like a shopping cart. Yeah, exactly. We've got her on the. The odds are very good that m there are prolonged hallways that we can just keep rolling her out onto the onto the main quad or whatnot and just get away from the building because that's probably where we fire drill anyway right yeah mm -hmm. yep yeah you you guys do have the uh, the fire exit route memorized yeah we just happen to have an unconscious choked out principal with us. yep i'm gonna hedge my bet man is she stuck i'll listen is she still is she breathing roll of brains Target of four. I got to start telling you your targets. Thirteen. Target. Oh yeah, yeah. You get real close, and she coughs on you. Okay, that was unwarranted. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> Just kiss her next time, Cliff. <sighs> yeah, weirdo. What are you doing? You know what? I, my 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 foot slipped. Stop. All right. God. Everybody, roll flight. Target of six. <laughs> Impossible for me. I got a four. You got a four? Did you roll a four? Yes, I. I that's with a plus one. Oh, okay. Is, yeah. Is is there a hole that I could dig myself into and bury me and this one behind me? Oh wow. Okay. So nobody nobody hit their target. Okay. Now that you're out in the hallway, you all definitely smell smoke. Uh, coming from the direction ahead of you on the escape route. There's got to be another exit. Mm, this was the the primary exit, man. The other way is right is past the. Uh, the What's off. your backup plan, Cliff? You are holding it right now, sir. I, my backup plan was a defensible perimeter where we had a pilot. Guys, that... guys, guys! There's always more than one exit. It's a school. They can't just have one place to get out. Turn around. They go the other way. Come on. Hello, orphanage fire. Car. When you say orphanage fire. 
the group of eight third graders around you said goodbye. The buildings were built around the same era. Hello! Okay. It was almost 100 years ago. Get over it. And we gotta go. We can only go a direction that has ramps. I turn the cart around, like Phaedra said, and just start pushing it fast. Everybody roll brains. Oh, jeez. I mean, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, target of three. We get some I got momentum. a three. That's all I got. <laughs> I rolled eight five. One. Five. Five. One. So everybody. Two, zero. Twenty. Every, natural twenty. Everybody who got less than three, uh, we got to remember to put a little check mark down for adversity token. And since everybody failed the one before that, we got a token for that as well. Okay. So those of you who made it are pretty sure that there's no way out that uh, ahead of you in this direction that doesn't have stairs. Who got who got the highest? Twenty right here. You got you rolled a twenty. Yes, I did. So you actually remember you could, if you go up here and turn right and then right again and then left, you could get out through the gym. Fair enough. I was just thinking of putting her, just hoofing her up onto the banister and sliding her down like a Vienna sausage, but whatever. Done. Yeah. Done and done. Hey, is Tommy with us? Yeah. Okay. He doesn't know what's going on. They're also. Yeah, not surprised. Eight third graders are behind you as well. <laughs> Oh, Tommy, Tommy you probably the falls back. And, yeah, send yeah. him with the kids. Uh, send me where? Just keep them coming. Just okay. follow go, the go through the go down. through the gym. All right, right. I'm an Eagle Scout. I'm an Eagle Scout. Uh, go to the gym. This way, this way. What's the Eagle Scout's credo? Just, just remind yourself. Save the kids. That's it. <laughs> Tommy, you're not an Eagle Scout in eighth grade. That's impossible. Whatever, I'm gonna be an Quit Eagle Scout. Quit telling people that. Tommy's corralling the third graders. Doing a fine job of it, I must say. Meanwhile, Operation Natural 20 to get this woman down and out the, the back way to the cafeteria. What was the, the gym, you say? The gym. Yes. Nothing bad ever happens in the gym during Never. a fire. Let's go there. Oh, right, with Jeff and Scott. Oh, God, those guys. <laughs> Guys, there's like 18 doors outside from the gym. Come on, hurry up. That's true. Have you seen Carrie? Whatever. All right. Who's got the hatchets? I, I got one. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing our sleeping principal with one arm as best I can and wielding an, an axe badly in the other hand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, be pushing from a side with a hand on the principal so she doesn't roll off. Nice. So because you rolled the 20, you get down the hallway, everyone's doing fine. Make a turn, everyone's doing fine. And about the hallway before you get to the gym, you remember the conversation about how something weird happened at the dance and nobody quite knew what it was. You remember that one guy at the harbor told you about some weird smell? Oh, yes. As you get closer to the gym, you're starting to smell something kind of gross. I believe he specifically said straight from Satan's backside. Does it smell like that? Which one like of you Satan? guys farted? Come on. Oh, God. I pointed the not yet a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> she, not a, she could be releasing. Yeah, oh, that smell. Oh, God. Where is it coming from? 
Now, is it is it chemical in my little conspiratory brain? Are we being gassed right now, or is this just a naturally occurring, like a sulfur-based rot smell? Yeah, you probably, that one of the first thing that comes to mind is zombies. Like some kind of graveyard rot. Right. This is the stink of flesh. What do we do, guys? Have you stopped, or are you still moving? No, we're still moving. Still moving. Yeah. I mean, there's smoke in the hallways. We can't go back that way. Exactly. And now we've got a trail of little kids behind us that I'm starting to feel accountable for. So we've got, we've got to keep moving forward. Um, I would, you know what? In a pinch, I'd have to say I'd let her burn over over keeping these kids trapped in here if she's going to keep slowing us mm-hmm. down. I'm going to try and wake her ass up. Hey, hey, you got choked out. Charles Bronson comes back from this all the time. Come on. Come on. So you're going to try to slap her awake? Yes. Roll a brawn. Yeah. I mean, um, no. And just in time for some more fifth graders to come around the corner and see me beating on her. A target of six. Okay. I, I stand a chance. I don't stand a chance. Nope. Three. Okay. No. The third graders just watch you smacking the principal in the face. And since we haven't slowed down, you're now at that uh, those doors. Actually, these the handles are on this side. The the push handles to open would be on the other side. So this side uh, to enter the the gymnasium has those uh, those brass handles with the little trigger on the top. Classic. And they don't lock them in between classes or anything. No. That's illegal. Yep. Uh, I'll open. Does this AV cart have the little black uh, Velcroed on um, um, drape, like the little arts and crafts drape that, that runs around the court, the outside of the uh, like a like a skirt, like an on or on a table? I'm sure it does. Do you need is it? The, is there room? <clears throat> How big is the the cart itself? Could I hold a couple kids in there? No, no. Um, uh, Miss uh, Miss Brumps. Uh, Legs are bending at the knee, and her head is sort of lulled back. You open the door to the gymnasium. Anything, yeah. or you open the door? Is that what happened? I believe that's uh, Chance is already doing it. Okay. Ch- Chance is not like super smart. <laughs> you open up the door to your gymnasium. Everyone, everyone, roll a brains. Do we have a target number? Is yeah. it bigger than one? It is bigger than one. It is. Yep. I get an adversity token. <laughs> um, it's a, I'm getting a different eight-sided die is what yeah, I'm getting. It's a five. Got Ooh, a nine. I got five. Sixteen. What, anyone between five and sixteen? Fifteen. Sorry, I was muted. Fifteen. Okay. Okay. So, everybody sees that the dance decorations are all still up that this gymnasium has not been cleaned since the dance. Uh, nothing has been changed. When you open the doors, the smell really rolls out into the hallway. The smell of rot. Ugh. Cliff and Kelly zero directly in on someone standing at the other end of the auditorium, sort of kneeling before the bleachers, which are still pulled out. She's got short brown hair, Slacks and wearing a blouse. Oh, are we talking about Miss Crenshaw here? I think we are. Yeah. 
What is she? Uh, what is she doing? Guys, um, I can't get in if you don't let me in. I can't push this cart in unless you let me in. You gotta get out of the way. Right uh, when you opened the door, she looked like she was kneeling uh, right in front of the bleachers. As you sort of pause there, and CJ says, "I can't get in," she looks up, looks over at you guys, kind of stands. She is on the other side of the room, right? So she's not super close. Cliff and Kelly notice that she does still have her bag slung over her shoulder. You're probably too far away to see what it is exactly that she's holding in her right hand. Where she was, I realize this is all happening in, in very quick succession, but where she was kneeling, what's what was she kneeling in? So what comes to is mind... Is stinking up the joint? No, that you, from where you are, you don't see something like a pool of liquid or something like that. Just the, a messy floor, streamers, the table from concessions, uh, not concessions, like where the punch bowl and cookies were, that's still set up, though the punch and cookies are gone. The place has debris still scattered around. But from where you are, it doesn't look like she, you can't quite tell what she was doing there. I turn and say to the group, the lady that stole our papers it, and choked our principal, she's in there. <laughs> I, I could tell which one you think is the more egregious crime. <laughs> is there another way out that we can send the third graders and uh, what's the other ding dong's name? Tommy? Uh, Tommy the, yeah. the, the scout. <laughs> Do kitchens have another exit? From where you are, she is across the, the gymnasium on the other side of the room, uh, like directly in front. If you turn right, unless someone trips on something, you can probably make it to the doors that go outside. Without, If she started running full speed, you could probably get outside before she got to you. So Is she wearing high heels? What kind of shoes is she wearing? Flats. Flats, oh, okay. Slacks and flats. <laughs> and a blouse. To go she there, knew she was going to be running from it. Comfortable so. shoes. Yeah. yeah, this must be her first job. <laughs> Basically, she could have got away if she was inclined. And she specifically has not gone outside. I would like to make an, uh, some sort of an idea concept. Okay. Uh, brains. I do have local brains. Now, you can do that while um, while someone else sort of declares like an action, if someone wants to like start running, um, you can do that. Or you can tell everyone, wait, stop, let me think of this thing. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna, uh, my only concern is for the, for the, the little kids right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought what I would do is sprint forward and try and, and draw her on me and make my way, like you said, unless I fall or choke or suck, I should be able to get to, uh, that primary exit door, correct? Yeah, yes. Based on 14, okay. okay. That's my idea. Yeah, that is your what idea, is and you're pretty sure that, that would work. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm just gonna blindly rush ahead of everybody else, not because I'm brave, but because I'm desperate, and <laughs> just rush for that for that, that door and try and get her to, to follow me over there, away from the third graders. Okay. Uh, you rush in. Uh, do you do you give instructions to anyone? I just man, just get the kids out of here. Mm -hmm. Tommy says, 
yeah, okay, kids, let's go. And Tommy leads the kids out. Um, Miss Crenshaw doesn't move. She's watching. Okay. In which case, I will smugly stand up, kind of make a big show of, of wiping off my dusty hands, and going over to the closest door to me and throwing it open and letting a bunch of the sunlight inside here. There's okay. more doors, guys. Yeah. Um, Trust me. You get light on her, she's not coming at you. She's not moving at all. Um, there's also the fog from earlier is still there. So you're not getting direct sunlight. Somehow the the sun has not chased away the fog. But she's so not what moving. it really looks like is I, is I smugly go through all this <laughs> stuff, march my way over there, grab the door with a bunch of uh, just pomp and circumstance, and a waft of like gray smoke comes in. <laughs> Well, Should gonna, I kill myself now? I'm pushing the cart across as yeah. fast as I can without falling down. I'm with you. Yeah, headed to the door. Everybody who wants out can get out. Who is the last one in the room? Lock eyes with her. That would have worked. That You know it would have worked. <laughs> she I, smiles. I, I, have, I have a lot of grit, and I, I'm worried about maybe I... You know, okay. stay behind with Cliff and make sure everybody else gets out first. So you're, you're, so okay, everyone's gone except for the two of you. She smiles and says, Well, maybe next time. And you can see that what's in her hand is a pretty long knife. She kind of tosses it up in the air, flips around a little, she catches it by the handle, says, But you can go now, and you probably should. By the way, Jeff Traganza lives at 131470 <laughs> Elm Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> The Lumber Ghost Mysteries features Jason Adair as Chance, Mars Homeworld as Cliff, Mikey Mason as CJ, Mary Stack as Kelly, Kirsten Vaughn as Phaedra, and I am Jonah Knight. The Lumber Ghost Mysteries is based on the game Kids on Bikes. Kids on Bikes was written by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski, co-published by Hunter's Entertainment and Renegade Game Studios. Find out more about the game at renegadegamestudios.com. Original art for the Lumber Ghost Mysteries by Mikey Mason. Additional art used courtesy of Hunter's Entertainment. Our theme song was written by Jonah Knight and Mars Homeworld. Additional music composed by Mars Homeworld. The Lumber Ghost Mysteries is produced by ActualStoryPodcasting.com. Find out more about this show and others that we produce by visiting ActualStoryPodcasting.com. Lumber Ghost! <laughs> if, I could, if I could take away one thing from this whole scenario, we could make a whole concept album out of this. And- <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.